Welcome back to the Rec Center. He's Jack Ferris. I'm Lindsay Joy. And Jack, what did you watch this week? Because honestly, I watched a lot of football. I watched football. Um, there's a couple of things that uh, that caught my interest. Namely, uh, well, I mean, should I get into what I watched? I mean, I watched a lot of football, sure. Yeah, I, don't, I, was I didn't just- watch it. I, I, you're going to have to carry the show here today. I do have some recs and I have some thoughts, of course, because I always do. But I opened that way as as a way to say I don't have a ton of new stuff because mixing football season with schedules and things like I finished clickbait. I dedicated eight hours of my life to clickbait or seven hours, whatever it was. So do you regret that? Um, no, it like I said, I started it. And I was like, it's either going to be a, an F, but the highest it can go is like a C plus, and I think it went to like a C plus. So oh, so it got it got okay. Yeah, the writing stopped bothering me. Some of the scenarios were silly, um, but overall, I don't regret it. It just impedes my ability to start new shows. Is that's the only thing I regret? Is I'm not coming to you with a lot of. I mean, we three works a, a week, right? I'm I'm going to come in under that today. Um, but we can talk about clickbait more. I, I think you're no, still... no, 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 no. We're not talking. We've done enough on clickbait. Okay. So we can jump right in. I don't know. Is there anything else you want to talk about? I just, I don't really have No, a I've got, I've got a movie, a series and a podcast re- recommend. Okay. Podcast. I thought about, I thought about getting weird and doing like a book or something, but no, not a single person. Well, no, Kelsey Krieger. But I was going to say, not a single person who listens to this is going to be like, yeah, let me go pick up the book that she recommended. So um, I can give book recs. I just don't think anyone cares. Depends um, on No. If I told you to go read a really good book I read, you absolutely. So. Well, you would probably go tell me to read Normal People or something. And I would not read that. I actually didn't read Normal People because I watched the show first. But Sally Rooney, the writer of Normal People, does have a new book out. Yep, I am not going to read it. That's fine. Um, I'm currently waiting on it in the library, but if I get antsy, I'm going to purchase it. Otherwise, I'm just getting it from the library. Shout out to Sally Rooney. What do you have against normal people? You said that with such disdain. I don't know, normal people is overrated. And like, I can't so, imagine, I can't imagine that in novel form. It's very melodramatic. I loved conversations with friends and I cannot wait for that show to come out. But if you have this feeling about normal people you're probably not gonna like conversations yeah. with friends so different strokes okay um why don't you jump into your first rec then since you're gonna be again carrying the show today first rec is a non-rec it's a sad sad state of affairs we have with this first recommendation or rather first entry into the podcast for this particular episode um cry macho clint needs to hang it up man cry macho I got about 25 minutes in. Uh, of course, Cry Macho is available on HBO Max. Just like, I mean, I, I think 75% of Clint Eastwood's entire catalog is available on HBO Max. This is a film about an old crotchety former rodeo star down on his luck who needs to go uh, grab a kid out of Mexico and bring him back to his father north of the border And along the way, he learned something about himself by interacting with this 13-year-old boy. Um, So Clint Eastwood's style has always been one or two takes. You know that about Clint? 
his shoots take like it takes him like six weeks to make a movie and that stars love working with him a because you get to say you worked with clint eastwood b it's like you're if you're shooting at 9 a.m you're done by like 10 30 he'll shoot it once he may say it's in the can good to go he may do it two maybe three times and it sounds it looks like this movie is shot all in one take and i don't mean that as a compliment uh the acting is so so bad the first opening scene with dwight yokum dwight yokum is not necessarily a bad actor uh he's done good stuff i point you to fincher's panic room when yokum's like the bad guy of the three evil people that um break into Jodie Foster's house. Uh, I think Dwight just needs a little bit of direction and he wasn't getting any direction from Clint Eastwood. It's it just, it, it, the story was not believable. I, I shouldn't say the story was not believable. The acting was not believable to me. I was just concerned 91-year-old Clint Eastwood was going to fall over and die the whole time I was watching it. Um, his, he's made decent movies recently. Richard Jewell, just a year, two years old, is pretty good. But I think it's so good because the actors in Richard Jewell are, are A-list and they're able to just do one or two takes and be good to go. They don't, they don't need the direction. Um, the 15, 17 to Paris, which is like four or five years ago, was like one of the worst movies of all time. And the reason is because he chose the real American kids who stopped the, the terrorist attack and they played themselves. And they're just not meant to be in front of a camera. Uh, it was an interesting play call by by Clint. And yeah, this is a Western about an old man trying to do right towards the end of his life. It's just like the nine of the last 10 Clint Eastwood movies. And I don't know why this movie was made. I don't think it was needed to, make, to be made. Uh, it's a bummer. I did not like it at all. One star out of respect for Clint. I was going to say we're starting off double negative, but... This one is has redeemable qualities. Um, have you heard of the Lula Rich Lula? Yeah, Lula Rich documentary docu series on Amazon. I think it's popular within the world that I live in. Um, L- like L- Lula Rich. It's called Lula Rich. No, I don't. I think, I think it's like pop culture popular. If that makes sense. Um, Cause I do feel like a lot of people have talked about it, but I don't think it's something that would have caught your attention. Um, it's about a MLM an MLM. So this is like the same thing as what's the Herbalife betting on zero. Mm-hmm. Same vibe, less of the stock market angle, less of like the investor angle. Um, we work the inventor. It's that same vein of, people that start these businesses and there's just like a little bit of fraud involved with just a little bit of fraud with with the inventor. There was a lot of fraud involved. We work is actually one where you're like "Ah, less fraud. There was less fraud. This one is less fraud than that. So on the fraud scale, it's significantly below the inventor and we work it's somewhere around Herbalife. It's actually probably not as bad as Herbalife, but anyway, this it's LuLaRoe. It's like leggings. I had never heard of it, but it's crazy because you watch this documentary and you're like, how how have I never heard of it? Because it it's like clothing and it was apparently being sold all over the internet. I don't really use Facebook, but people I think sold it on like Instagram. 
Um, it seems to be maybe more popular in the South, but if you are bored, just Google LuLaRoe. The leggings that they were selling are these like printed leggings and they are hilarious. Like best part of this documentary is <laughs> when they show like the prints and like how, where the hamburgers were placed and like there was hot dogs placed in weird places that, I mean, these are women's leggings, I think typically, but just make make it look like you have a penis like that. It just, it just was, but it was like this incredibly popular company again, for reasons that aren't super clear. Um, I started watching it thinking it would just be a a one-off, but it's four episodes. And at first I was like, no way, but I did make it through all four. I did enjoy it. (laughs) Are you looking at the pictures? No, I'm actually looking up, uh, something else i wanted to see if silk road was made this year and it was and apparently it got really bad reviews so i don't know if i'll be watching silk road i don't know is what that made the one me think nick robinson does he play uh ross Ulbricht? yes the, the, i watched yeah, maybe. it that's a i've done that movie on here silk road mm-hmm. really with nick robinson uh are you sure that wasn't a documentary am i going crazy google nick robinson silk road there's there's a there's a few movies with that name, but I think it's the one. Yeah, it's Nick I, Roberts and, and Jason Clark. Yeah, so um, that's one that I paid for on Amazon. I paid like five Ooh. bucks or Ooh. three bucks. Um, it came out I in guess like it, February. Yeah, so at some point in the summer, I was bored one week, and it was relatively cheap on Amazon, and I think my review was. Don't pay for it, but it wasn't bad. It's fine. I I, mm-hmm. I like the story. I mean, the story's interesting. Um, what made you laugh about that though? Silk Road. Uh, like fun, something funny. I don't know. Did I laugh? I feel like you laughed a little bit, and then no, I was no, like, no. "Oh, I bet you're looking up the leggings because the legging prints are very funny." I did anyway, not look at no, no, no. The moral of this review is that it's two point five stars. I enjoyed it. I got all the way through. There's an entertainment factor to it. So the entertaining part of it, for the most part, is these two people who created the company are, I want to say they're Southern. I don't know where they're they're from. Um, Just an interesting couple of characters. Um, They adopted a few kids and two of their kids married each other. Hmm. So no blood relation with those people. And allegedly they never lived in the house at the same time. So it wasn't even like a Whitney Houston situation where the kids like grew up together. Like they just happened to be adopted separately at separate times. I'm honestly, and it's same thing with like stepkids, like stepbrother and sisters. But when they, when the stepbrother and sisters get, when their parents marry, when they're like teenagers, I'm honestly puzzled as to why that doesn't happen more. Maybe because there is that stigma because you are like by title, your brother and sister, but like, I mean, obviously biologically you're, you're not. And if you, I mean, if you grow up together, that's weird. You can't grow up together and then, and then get married. But if you're like 13 to 17 and that's the first time you meet someone like it's not outrageous to get married down the road. I don't think. That might be a, a bad take. I mean, again, there was it's there's no blood relation, and they didn't grow up in the same house. So, like, they, it, it's not even that. Like, at first, it seems shocking, and then you're like, yeah, that's actually not that crazy. Um, I did. That's a plot in um, Gossip Girl, by the way, the original one. Uh, Dan and Serena are dating, and all of a sudden, their parents start dating. Mm. So, like, that's weird. Um, but the kids dated first. 
sort of actually the parents did anyway. Anyway, I don't think it's entirely normal and like shouldn't be questioned, but I mean, I agree with you that I really just say the, the kids married each other thing to say, like the family dynamics are interesting. There is a nephew who's a lunatic. That's not even the right word. He's just an interesting character. Um, the people that this brand attracts are interesting. Like it's just, it's watch it for the characters. Um, like I said, it is four episodes and it's not worth that amount of your time, but watch it until you're bored and then just stop watching. Cause it's nothing really happens. It's um, there's really funny depositions. So these people were deposed. Like there was, I believe a civil suit or two or more um, legally. There's not a ton of ramifications. This is not the inventor. This is not Theranos. Mm-hmm. These are just a couple of people who created an MLM and, you know, these people were making like $5 selling these goofy yoga pants and like $5 million from their pyramids. So it's an interesting doc, but feel uh, free to punt. What's, what's the, what's the number or Is what's the grade? Two, I should say two, five. What's the, what's that grade mean? C minus C something happened with Elizabeth holes this week. I want to say or last week, her trial started last week. Her trial her, just started fraud trial. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And it's going to last a couple of months from what I understand. It's very convoluted. She's aged. Oh (laughs) boy. She aged. Oh really? Um, she was probably doing the blood stuff that they all do and she can't do it anymore. No no pun intended with the fact that her fraud was about blood, but she was probably doing that. Putting putting young people blood Mm -hmm. in you. I bet she was. Um, one thing I was going to say is this, the Elizabeth Theranos, Elizabeth Holmes Theranos story is incredibly convoluted and there's a lot of details and this trial is going to take months. Still HBO managed to fit that entire documentary in one chunk. So just like take a note, everyone else, you can sometimes do a documentary just as a one-off. Not everything has to be four episodes. Netflix really ruined that for everyone, but like it's okay to once in a while just do a 90 minute documentary. And the inventor is just one episode, right? Just one, just one documentary. Yeah. So if they can do it, you can too. What's your next one? Um, This is a good one. I enjoyed so far. There's only uh, three or four episodes out, I think. The fourth might be out this week. It's called The Last Man on Hulu. FX. It's on FX, Hulu. Um, It is based on a graphic novel. And the premise is everything with a Y chromosome dies. So, like, humans... Animals. I don't know if plant do plants have chromosomes. I don't, I don't know. think so. Anyway, the only thing that survives uh, is women, 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 everywhere you look, um, save for for one man. And I enjoy it because um, this these post apocalyptic things. I like dealing with like the how like the day-to-day of how you would actually deal with something like that as as it happens you know what i mean like half the population drops dead what's day two look like you know what i mean that's why you like the society yeah i love that i love that kind of like getting together how are we going to solve this problem like logistic issues uh and this has that in spades like um there's just dead bodies later all over the world, like just dead bodies everywhere. Because think about it, they don't really have the capacity to just clear all the dead bodies and get rid of them. Like that, like that's not tops on the priority list 
number one is making sure everyone's safe and getting food and making sure the power plants are still running and making sure, you know, you, you have resources coming in and out, not necessarily out, but they get into that. Um, Diane Lane is the only famous person in it. There's other people you'll recognize, but no recognizable names. I, uh, <laughs> it's, it, 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 it's a fun watch. I'm again, only two or three episodes in there's there, there might be four out now. If you liked walking dead, you'll probably love this. If you liked early walking dead, you'll probably love this again. FX, same kind of deal. Um, gruesome, gruesome deaths. Uh, how, how the men die is pretty brutal. It looks like a pretty painful way to go all of a sudden. Um, but yeah, no, I'm in, I'm in the last man for quite some time. It's source material. It's a, it's a graphic novel again. So there's source material for at least a couple of seasons. I will probably watch one season of punch. You said it's gruesome. The men, don't they just drop dead? I think I've seen this promo. Yeah, they drop dead. I'm not ruining anything. They drop dead, but they cough up blood. They like poop out blood. There's like blood coming from all the pores. It's brutal. When was this graphic novel written? I'm always so fascinated with Handmaids that it was written in like the 80s. It wasn't mm-hmm. like a common, it, it ended up being such a commentary on 2016 just as a year. Yeah, but no, it they crushed it, it. It didn't intend to be, which is so crazy to me. Um, so when was this written? Oh, probably 10, 15, uh, 15 20 years ago. Not, not terribly long ago. And graphic novels have only been like a thing for 20 years. Yeah, no, I just, it's stuff that seems, when you watch this promo, again, it feels like it's supposed to be like some kind of commentary on like Texas, right? Mm-hmm. Who needs men or whatever. But I just, again, with Handmaids, it always throws me off. Not throws me off, but it's always so interesting to me that um, it feels like such a thing of the moment, but it's not. Uh, okay. This is where I'm going to get weird. I uh, shouldn't say, by the way, I shouldn't. Uh, quick amendment i shouldn't say graphic novels have only been a thing for like 20 years that's all that's wrong but the popular ones that are getting turned into fx shows have only been around for 20 25 years speaking of fx shows have you watched the clinton thing yet because i have not i watched a couple there's like four right yeah going to be four i was gonna wait i figured you would come in hot with a thumbs up thumbs down i've watched a couple it's cool i mean it's (laughs) nothing else um i was just this is i have nothing left i have nothing new um i just wanted to circle back to nine perfect strangers because we were circling back and i've actually circled back to this before so we're circling back again one thing um i did the polls on the rec center instagram thanks to our 84 followers whoever you are um everyone is watching this show and no one is watching anything else nine perfect strangers was like and I'm, again, these are not polls where 500 people are voting, but everyone voted that they have seen Nine Perfect Strangers. Nobody has seen Only Murders in the Building, The Chair. Uh, what were the other Netflix ones that were like super popular? Uh, clickbait. I feel like only a few people had seen clickbait. Like Good, we, good. Good well, for you out there. Clickbait sucks. My guess going into that would have been that everyone has seen clickbait. Um, but also like Only Murders. With the with the three, have you watched that yet? Only murders. Only murders in the building. Oh, the the Steve Martin yeah. short. Steve Martin short. Steve uh, I have not. Okay. But I will because I love Martin short and I love Steve Martin. 
it's worth like a dabble to see if you like it. The tone is interesting, but no, I like, will. I'll yeah. definitely get around to it. That's fair. And that's, that is a show I would say, um, is getting around to, I would say, um, where are you at with nine perfect strangers? Are you like two, three in? I haven't since we last talked. I haven't, um, Watched. I mean, we're we're I'm to the point where we're all spilling our guts. We're all talking about where we've been. We're talking about our insecurities. Homeboy won the lottery. Um uh yeah. So I feel like I should just issue a correction that we're not going it's not supernatural necessarily, but we are um getting to a point, oh no. Do you ever get Adobe Flash Player notifications or like updates, install updates, and you just say, remind me tomorrow? And I just click that every single day. Mm -hmm. Do you get those on your computer? Like, like seven a day. Every day. <laughs> has, anyone, has anyone ever clicked update now? I just. Sorry. Yeah. Like, you know what? You know what? Yeah. Let's, uh, let's do it right now. I was going to do something else, but you know what? This is more important. I seriously, every single day, 365 days a year, I click remind me tomorrow. Um, my, and my, yeah, I got to renew my cybersecurity, et cetera. Like my laptop is at risk, all that jazz. My Adobe flash player is, is going to stop working every day for, you know, it stopped running in 2020. Like I still, I don't, everything seems to work fine. Tim Cook, I almost said Steve Jobs. Anyway, nine perfect strangers. My thought on that is I was wrong. It's not supernatural. There's not like ghosts necessarily. I don't love where they've taken it. I still recommend the show. seems like most people are watching it anyway. What I have to say about it, and I don't think you're to this point yet, but not every show needs a thruple. Like I'm over that as a concept. Um, and so Emily in Paris, I don't think you watched that. No. I... I know we haven't talked about the Emmys at all, by the way. Um, <laughs> it's just horrible that it was nominated. I'm laughing, but it's not funny. Um, has a thruple where I think season two is going to be like, we're doing the thruple thing, which is just ridiculous. Um, Gossip girl, the new reboot has a thruple. What's a, th what's a thruple? A couple with three people. So, three, oh, so oh, like, oh. so in nine perfect strangers, this isn't a spoiler. Nicole Kidman is like hooking with, up with, with the Asian uh, EMT guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And his girlfriend. Right, right, right. They're sharing him kind of deal. Yes. And like that one's a little more like sister wives than a true thruple. They're sharing him, but Nicole Kidman and the woman also have a thing. That's oh, what I'm okay. Saying. That's what I'm saying. We're, I'm over it. I think it was like they, I don't know if people just thought they were on this new frontier and like breaking ground, but everyone's doing it at the same time. And I'm over it. All the stupid shows I watch have an unnecessary thruple. Gossip Girl actually makes the most sense. Like it's, but what were you going to say? This is going to come across bad because we're not allowed to talk about him anymore, but Woody Harrelson might've started that with Vicky Christina, Barcelona. Wait, why can't we talk about Woody Harrelson? Oh, sorry. Woody Allen. Excuse me. Oh, him. Okay. I was like, Vicky what is my bad, my bad, Woody Harrelson. What did Vicky Woody Christina, Harrelson do? Vicky Christina Barcelona is is an intense thropple. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. What decade was that movie? It was like two thousand six, two thousand seven. Okay. I want to say. 
I remember. No, that's yeah. Who's in that one? Because I don't want to say it. ScarJo, Javier Bardem, um, Penelope Cruz. Okay, I was going to say it's Penelope Cruz or Selma Hayek, and I don't want to say the wrong name. It's 2008. And uh, the other woman, there's like a there's like a dry blanket. Oh, Rebecca Hall. Rebecca Hall. So Javier Bardem has, I mean, he what he has a hell of a run in that movie. Hangs out with ScarJo and Penelope Cruz. That's the throuple. And Rebecca Hall. Oh, there's but a Rebecca, fourth. Yeah, but it's complicated. You got to see the movie. Okay. Unless you're, unless you've canceled Woody Allen, then don't. I haven't sought Woody Allen content out ever intentionally. So really, well, Woody Allen's great. Match Point is unbelievable. Yeah, Match Point's a thriller, by the way, out there. If you don't love romantic comedies, I do love romantic comedies. Um, I don't love romance in the form of a thruple because it's in every show, and I'm over it. And I know that it's only picking up. Like again, we're going into Emily in Paris season two, and we're just going to get more of it. So if everyone can just stop this, you're not interesting. Like you're not cool. So that's my hot take on Nine Perfect Strangers, and I'm going to keep watching the show. It definitely gets weird. Um, so be warned. It gets weird the deeper you go. Um, so my recommendation is watch Nine Perfect Strangers, and I'm also recommending to quit it with the tired cliche storylines. What's your next rec? I quite enjoy this podcast. Um, we've talked about Dr. Death on this show. It was a podcast that was made into a live action, live action series with Pacey and um, Christian Slater. Not Christian. Christian Slater's in... in Oh yeah, Betty, no, Betty think... Broderick story, but he's all Christian Slater's also in this one. He's well, in the Dr. Betty Death Broderick. And the friend, so who I never, I you watch the show Doctor Death? No, I never watch it. I listen oh, to the I podcast. just listen to the podcast. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, Anywho, I neither here nor there. I don't know who. Yeah, I don't know who. Um, this is season three, Doctor Death season three. Uh, let me look up what it's Wait, called. What? Real quick. Yeah, they had they've had three seasons on the podcast. Was there not, a not, second not Doctor? No, there there was a season two Doctor Death on the podcast, and was that the same doctor or a different nope, doctor? Different doc- These are different doctors. I didn't realize. I knew obviously the Betty Broderick. I knew that um, yep, Dirty I'm John not talking- had. Let's clarify, Dirty John. We're just mixing up our Wondery podcast. Dirty John started had a second season with Betty Broderick. Both of those were made into TV shows. Doctor Death, another Wondery podcast was made into a show, but you're telling me there's a second podcast season mm-hmm. of Dr. Death. Correct. With a, there's, new, a no, new doctor not, killing people. I'm telling you three, there's three seasons of Dr. Death, the Wondery podcast. Okay. I didn't listen to number two, but number three is fabulous. It's called Dr. Death colon miracle man. It's about this um, Italian doctor who develops this artificial trachea that he can put into the throat of theoretically put into the throat of people with throat cancer, throat issues, etc. And um, there is a NBC nightline producer who's doing a story on him, falls in love with him. And let me tell you something, this doctor is not all that he seems and it is excellent. It's so, so good. Uh, yeah. That's all I'll say. Dr. Death season three podcast. Click over right now. It's probably got a million ratings all over A. Um, Dr. Death 
three colon miracle man. I love it. It's fabulous. It's great wreck. I'm in. Um, I have no more wrecks. My only other thing is that are you caught up on billions? Are you watching billions? No. Season I'm, five. I'm it came back. out on billions. Oh, when did you stop? It's, it's, it's billions kind of sucks. Um, I don't like the That's quibby kind of like take. I don't, I don't like the it's I don't like the quibby like they try to they go out of their way to break in what they think is clever pop culture references, but it's like Babe Ruth curse right? like it's a super they're super obvious references. So that actually got worse with there's a COVID episode this past episode. Um, so season five was interrupted because of COVID. So what they did was they put out the seven that were done and there were five that they had not shot, but you can tell they shot some of the scenes because when you start watching season five, like what has resumed in the past couple of weeks, there are half normal scenes at first. Like you can tell they shot them before COVID and then half zoom video conferencing, like video conferencing is now a plot of the show because I think they were trying to shoot in New York and you couldn't or something, or they chose to do video conferencing, which is super weird, but there's, well, they released half the season during COVID because they had half the season in the can. So they, they, but I'm saying with episode eight, seven or eight, whatever came back, you can tell half of that stuff was shot before because it's normal. And then half of it is people in masks. Um, and you can tell it's like, again, it's, they're on FaceTime a lot and stuff like that. Um, this episode that just aired was super COVID heavy. Like they try to make like quarantine jokes and stuff and it's really weird. Um, but the last five minutes of the episode was great and redeemed it. But it's been a very up and down return was what I was going to say. So, but it's weird that you just like don't watch it at all. You're that no, I don't over- want- Okay. Over billions. Okay. I think I've said this before. Succession is the so billions wants to be. And succession just blows billions out of the water. I think it's apples and oranges. Um, billions or sorry, succession. Did you is it has a release I, date? It's like I three would weeks. say this as succession is a perfect okay. How do how do I say this? Both shows are perfect microcosms of their networks. If I were to say, what would a Showtime billionaire show look like? It would be billions. If I were to say, what would a, what would an HBO billionaire show look like? It would be Succession. Does that make sense? Yeah. Both I, represent their, their networks perfectly. So um, in closing for me, Cramacho sucks. I love uh, so far why The Last Man on Earth. Um, B, I'll give it a B and, uh, A plus for, uh, Dr. Death three colon miracle man. I got to run. This has been fun. All right. See you next week. <laughs>